Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman, and welcome to the second episode of the Neshama Project podcast. In this podcast, we present spiritual tools for living a happier life. Today, I'd like to continue with our exploration of the work of Rabbi Nachman of Bratslav, the great-grandson of the Baal Shem Tov, the founder of Hasidism. Rabbi Nachman is one of the great spiritual teachers of the Jewish mystical tradition. And in addition to some wonderful stories and interpretations of Torah, he also provides us some wonderful teachings on how to live a happier life with less suffering. This teaching comes from a book called Sichot Haran, which literally translates to The Conversations of Rabbi Nachman. And it's a book of informal conversations that Rabbi Nachman had with his disciples. This particular one is Sichot Haran number 83. Uh, If you're interested in finding it, you can look on Sepharia. Uh, which is a wonderful resource, and this has the entire text there. So we're going to start just at the beginning. I'm going to present some of the Hebrew uh, and then the English translation. Be'inyan ha'yirot v'hapechadim she'adam mityare u'mitpached al-pi harov mikama dvarim o'mi b'nei adam she'enam yecholim ha'zik lo'klau. This teaching is about anxieties and fears. Most things and persons that people fear cannot harm them at all. ויסתכל על עצמו ויראה האמת שכל היירות והפחדים שהיה מתיירא מאיזה בני אדם שעמדו כנגדו היה הכל שטות והבל ובחינם היה לו יראות ופחדים מהם כי מה יעשה לו אדם? The only time a person can think clearly is when they are dead. When they are lying on the ground with their feet to the door, they will have the calmness and clarity to see their self and will finally see the truth. For then they will realize that all their anxiety and fear of those who stood in their way were mere foolishness. All of their anxieties were for nothing. For what can a mere mortal do to a person? כי אז יראה היטב אשר בחינם כי לא בהבל ימיו ובשטותים ובלבולים כאלו ומי הכריח אותו לזה וכו' כי רק אז יראה האמת היטב היטב. The same is true of one's desires and temptations. Lying there dead, one will realize that they have wasted their days in vain. They will know that most overwhelming desires were mere foolishness and confusion. And who is causing this compulsion? But only then can one fully understand these things.
I'm going to just continue in the English without the Hebrew. If you'd like to continue with the Hebrew, uh, feel free to look it up in Sepharia. There's also a deeper meaning to this. It is not the person who fears, but something else within them. One may realize clearly that the thing they fear cannot harm them. Still, one cannot help but be terrified of it. This is because of that something within them that generates their fear. We actually see many people with ridiculous phobias. They themselves realize the foolishness of their fears, but they cannot overcome them. When we shout suddenly behind a person's back, they become startled. They exhibit fear even before they know of what to be alarmed. They can have fear without it entering their conscious mind. But fear is not in the conscious mind and therefore does not have to be rational. For the fear actually stems from something else within a person. The same is true of desire. One may realize that their desires utter foolishness, but still it remains strong. Here again, it is not the person who desires, but something else within them. Even when one realizes the foolishness of a desire, this something else continues to want it. If you learn to settle your mind, you can easily rid yourself of all fears, anxieties, and desires. And I would add, um, uh, from a sort of mindfulness perspective, uh, it's not about pushing away the fears and desires. It's, uh, and he's going to provide sort of a technique about this. Uh, it's settling your mind so that the fears and desires sort of dissipate on their own. So if you learn to settle your mind, you can easily rid yourself of all fears, anxieties, and desires. You must realize that what you fear or desire is really nothing, and that something else within you is responsible for them. Understand this, and you can overcome everything. For you have free will. You can easily train your mind to discard that which is inside you that has caused your fears and desires. So I think part of what he's saying is that fears and desires are inside of us and it's up to us to sort of settle our minds and get to the root of what is causing these fears and desires so it's not to push them away but it's just to sort of see what's there and see what what's the what's at the root of this fear or what's at the root of this desire uh, sometimes you you might have a desire for something um, let's say, go, to go shopping or to consume something, some kind of food. Uh, and if you really sit with it and you, and you delve into what's at the root of the desire, uh, you realize that it's actually uh, something else, that you don't really, you're not really hungry for food necessarily or uh, the thing that you're maybe wanting to shop for uh, if you wanted to go shopping is not really what you needed or what you wanted, but what you wanted was perhaps to uh, avoid f uh, feeling a difficult feeling or um, you just wanted a little bit of pleasure to distract you from something. It's up to you to figure out what that is. But once you do figure out what that is, very quickly, often, the desire will dissipate. And another piece of it is that you realize that it's all sort of being created inside of you and that the fears and the desires themselves are also impermanent. 
Uh, and that actually goes a long way towards allowing you to be able to let them go as well. Part of what I think he's saying as well is this idea of learning to settle your mind, which in the Hebrew is called yegashev atzmo, to sit yourself down, to settle yourself down. It's from the root yashav, to sit. Uh, and it's really the idea of sitting still and allowing these feelings to pass over you, whether they're desires or fears, without allowing them to overwhelm you, without acting out these desires or fears, without fulfilling the desire, to sit with the desire and feel the desire, or sit with the fear and feel the fear. I call it distress tolerance, sitting with the fear or the desire and not acting on them. If you can cultivate this quality, you can get to the root of what the fear or the desire is really trying to express, and then often the fear or the desire will dissipate on its own. And I think this is the essence of what Rabbi Nachman is saying here in Sichot Haran 83. Just a little Torah today from Rabbi Nachman of Bratslav, a little spiritual teaching on how we can deal with our desires and our fears, which I think is a pretty huge piece of making us happier overall in our lives. May this teaching today and this podcast provide you perhaps a little bit of happiness and a little bit of a relief from any suffering you might be feeling so that you can go out and help other people to feel happy and help to relieve the suffering of other people. Take care. Until next time, this is Rabbi Ben Newman with the Neshama Project podcast.